Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. We're speaking with Howard Hutchinson, property rights activist and executive director of the Coalition of Arizona and New Mexico Counties for Stable Economic Growth, and Howard, you were, you've been talking about how counties can get together. Uh, what did you? What were you able to accomplish in Arizona and in New Mexico? What were some of the issues that you were able to tackle successfully by being a group of sixteen counties? When you when when you look at at this model, uh, people who have studied the original concept of, of our federal government will recognize it as federalism. In other words, there is a union of counties, uh, but we do not ever attempt to dictate to a single county member how they should conduct their internal affairs. Uh, so, uh, with that clarification, the the ability to bring a number of counties, particularly rural, uh, low-budget uh, type counties together, is that we can pool those resources. And we have done things like uh, hire uh, scientists uh, to do uh, uh, DNA research on species. Uh, we have uh, hired specialists to come in and, and look at forest management and make uh, good scientific uh, paper presentations, often peer-reviewed, that can bolster our comments when we're commenting on U.S. Forest Service management issues. Uh, we also uh, litigate. Uh, when an agency refuses to obey their own regulations, we go, uh, we can go into federal court and compel them to recognize that local governments should have standing in making federal land management decisions. And also, uh, we take uh, those arguments uh, to our state capital and lobby for legislation uh, that uh, protects private property rights, uh, that restricts uh, state agency interference in property rights, uh, recognition of local governments in coordinating decisions by 
parole agencies. So there's a whole host and range of issues that we engage in from from water rights to air quality to to land management to biodiversity uh, management to uh, to uh, economic uh, issues such as taxation uh, and impacts uh, other impacts on private property you know you you've you've really brought up an, uh, an important point uh, that I want to amplify you know a lot of the and we've discussed it before in, our, in earlier in the interview that a lot of the uh, the so-called scientific data um, that is used by government agencies is fake data. A lot of the studies would not pass true scientific muster when it comes to using the scientific method. You know, if you're a scientist, if you've had any real scientific training uh, and you've written peer-reviewed papers, you understand that there is a method to science. You start out with a hypothesis, you design an experiment, you then collect data which is raw data, not amended data, not uh, adjusted data like you get from NASA on the climate and stuff like that. It's raw data. And then you analyze the raw data and you come to conclusions, and you compare those conclusions with what you hypothesize in the beginning, and it either disproves or semi-proves or doesn't prove or whatever uh, the original hypothesis. That is the scientific method. So if you can, as a group of counties, hire scientists to do true scientific studies, you have real data, real opinions based on fact, that will stand up to uh, will stand up to the test to to, uh, to study, and then you can say to the government, "Yeah, you may have your data, but we can blow a bunch of holes in it." Yeah, and that uh, you know we we go back to some of the bad court decisions that we've had, and there, there's one court decision that that's referred to as the Chevron decision. And it's basically where the federal court gives deference to agency uh, reasoning and scientific uh, discussion. And it it has really corrupted the, the whole process of what you would call scientific. We're speaking with Howard Hutchinson, property rights activist and executive director of the Coalition of Arizona-New Mexico Counties for Stable Economic Growth. You know, I mean, I have written 14 peer-reviewed papers in, in my field. Every single one of those papers was sent out to a half a dozen other physicians who picked it apart and and sent back you didn't do this or you got to prove prove this or i didn't see the data that proves this before it could be published and then published in a reputable journal it seems to me that that what we're getting from the from the government for data or that's being used as data is just what everyone wants to make up at the time without any real 
uh, peer review other than peer review by your buddies, maybe, who agree with the same thing. That's why so many of these uh, rules and regulations get put forward, they, because they're, they are not being allowed to be challenged by the truth, by true scientific data. Yes, and we had uh, the Congress pass an act called the Data Quality Act, and that requires uh, agencies uh, to uh, do rigorous science uh, in order to base their decisions on. Unfortunately, uh, Congress didn't make that uh, act enforceable. Uh, there is no provision uh, to uh, take an agency to task before a federal judge. It goes through an internal agency review. Uh, our, our coalition actually did the first uh, Data Quality Act uh, review request of an agency uh, after that act was passed. The answer that we got back from the federal government was, Yes, we did do good science, <laughs> and that was it. Uh, and that's basically all that's required of them under under this act. So it's it's basically toothless. It sounded real good when it passed, uh, and and congressmen and senators, uh, you know, could go home to their constituents and say, "Hey, look what this great thing I did." Well, it ends up it isn't, and since then we have not been able to get Congress to put some teeth into it. Well, that certainly is one of the problems uh, with dealing with the government. You know, and and uh, and you've had a lot of experience with this, um, Howard. Uh, I guess this is a it's kind of a broad question, but what is it like for y your coalition? What is it like to deal with the government? I mean, what's it like? Um, sometimes it's uh, very discouraging, and sometimes it's very rewarding. Uh, when we go to the state legislative session, and we have uh, a hundred uh, bills coming down the pike that are very destructive of private property rights or other uh, God-given rights, uh, and we beat them back and we stop them, it, it's very rewarding. Uh, but that one bill that gets through uh, is very discouraging. Uh, that, that goes forward in the march of, of subduing uh, the individual and, and property rights. Uh, so, in, in doing our our work here, there there's certainly ups and downs. Uh, we currently have hopes that uh, the new administration, uh, beginning to take shape in D.C., uh, will provide us uh, with some relief. Uh, Certainly, uh, the way that the Congress uh, is aligned right now, uh, there is a possibility uh, to to have some some statutory amendments uh, or some statutory repeals that uh, would go a long way in 
alleviating some of our problems. Uh, I always try to, to stay optimistic, uh, but I realize that once uh, a government agency grows or once a government concept of governance gets put into place, it is very difficult uh, to remove it. Well, that is certainly true, because once an agency is formed, we have some agencies that were formed 100 years ago that are still here doing nothing. Of course, most of the federal government uh, is doing nothing except making trouble for property rights owners uh, across the nation and trying to steal our liberties, because that's what government does. I'm speaking, of course, with uh, Howard Hutchinson, property rights activist and executive director of the Coalition of Arizona New Mexico Counties for Stable Economic Growth. Howard will be one of the speakers at the Southeastern Private Property and Federal Land Use Conference on Saturday, July the 29th in Bryson City at the Swain County High School. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Uh, Howard, um, let's talk as we as we wind up our interview, let's talk about that balance, that balance between uh, the rights of human beings uh, versus the rights of animals, uh, and how does that balance get achieved? Uh, wh- where do you think it falls? I think it. I, th- I think it goes right down to the basic principles. Uh, As long as I am conducting my life in a manner that does not detract from my neighbor conducting his life in the manner that he chooses, then the principle is functioning. And I I think it also holds true uh, with the concept of respect. When we respect our neighbor, when we respect not just the neighbor in the form of a human being, but we respect our neighbors, the living plants and and animals that that, uh, cohabitate this planet with us, and start recognizing that there is a symbiotic relationship between those plants, those animals, our neighbors, our human neighbors, uh, that it goes to a a point that an old-timer here told me when I first moved to this rural area. And that is, I asked him one day, I said, Speedy, how come you always do electrical work or well work for people for such a minimal cost. And he said, well, Howard, when my neighbors are doing well, I'm going to do well. And and that really, uh, that concept is the basis for, for a good social structure. Uh, being good, being kind, being helpful, uh, working uh, to ensure that our neighborhood, our community is working and functioning and the people that are in it are safe and secure, 
those are the principles that that really uh, drive that that human species uh, existence that you were asking about there. It it is a respect, uh, and I, I think we all have that. It it's it's an empathy uh, that human beings can exhibit and 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 live and work together to achieve. That's a very uplifting message, Howard. I, I really have to applaud you for saying that because you're absolutely right. It does come down to respect. Um, I put it uh, in my words. I put the I put a little about the same. What I say is that uh, the coin of freedom has two sides. One side is freedom of choice and free will, but the other side is personal responsibility. In other words, when you make choices, when you make decisions, you are then responsible for the decisions you make. Uh, and that is whether you're making them for yourselves or you're making them in, in conjunction with the community uh, in which you live. Uh, it does come down to being personally responsible for your actions, personally responsible for the decisions you make, uh, and having a respect for your nature. I think our founders of our of our nation in the Constitution, uh, they understood private property rights, and they understood uh, individual responsibility, and that's why they wrote a Constitution that was so firmly protective of private property rights. Well, they certainly had historical reference uh, to the treatment of common areas where nobody had uh, had exclusive ownership of those. And they also had experience with the, the feudal systems uh, where you were obligated uh, for your labor and your productivity to a superior. So, again... And I, I really like your your coin uh, analogy. And, and as you were stating it there, I was visualizing the coin balanced on edge. Well, my guest has been Howard Hutchinson. Uh, Howard is the is a property rights activist, a good friend, and the executive director of the Coalition of Arizona New Mexico Counties for Stable Economic Growth. And I should have said, and good friend at the end of that. And I'll say it again. Um, Howard is an incredible individual, and we're going to be uh, very blessed to have him among us the end of end of July at the conference. Uh, and and it is wonderful for me to be able to see him during the year at various meetings and the like. Howard Hutchinson, I want to thank you very, very much for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. It has been uh pleasure, Dr. Dan, and I look forward to uh, getting close to my roots uh, back there in North Carolina. Thank you very much. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The rights to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government.
is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Thank <laughs> you. 